Today, we are talking about schadenfreude. Why do people love other people failing? I hope you're sitting comfortably because it's about to get uncomfortable. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. We hope you're sitting comfortably because this is about to get uncomfortable. Because I stopped with Rob about, let's say, a month ago. Yeah. Somewhere around that time, yeah? Yeah. Um, I've been eating whatever the fuck I want, yeah, apart from sugar. Yeah, and because I've been, like, binge eating a little bit, or I feel like I've been binge eating when I've been, because I've been all over the place with work, couple of times I've gone in McDonald's and I'll like buy two wrap of the days and a quarter pounder of cheese and just smash that in the cart, yeah. Is it? Yeah, but 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 what you forget is I normally do that because I've been busy all day and I've not eaten and it's like four Yeah, you're famished, yeah. Yeah. So I was like saying to Leah, I've put loads of weight back on, I'm fat, like I feel uncomfortable in my clothes again, da da da. Ali's made me weigh myself, mm. weighed myself. Mm. I'm a kg and a half less than I was when I stopped with Rob. So I've lost a bit of weight. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so because I realized I'd lost weight, I had to take progress pictures as well. Yeah. And in an instant, because yeah. I'd seen my weight, I was like, fucking hell, I look lean. Yeah. I mean, I was taking these pictures. Oh, it's in your, your just switched reframe, me, mate. And since then, I've been like putting my clothes back on and thinking, fucking hell, man, I'm fitting my clothes again. Mad. Like, do you know what I mean? And all changed because. Yeah. It is really weird because I think I'm going through that in a little bit because I um, I sort of fell, you know when I banged up my foot? Do you remember when yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I just sort of fell off the wagon after that and never really picked it back up. But I actually haven't like et badly really and I've been sort of maintaining. So I haven't really put any weight on. But in my head, I'm like, fuck, I've totally i'm a sack of spuds now honestly you know mate I mean? yeah yeah no i get it it was um, like i was literally there's a mirror in the in the shower and that and i would yeah. get out of the shower and be like i can't believe i did all that hard work and i've just let myself get back to this saying to leah like i just don't even look like i work out and all this sort of stuff and then i weigh myself i've lost a kg and all of a sudden i'm back like fucking hell yeah i feel so good yeah. and i've only done one of his workouts so it's nothing to do with that yeah are we rolling? We're rolling. We're rolling. Can we have all of that on the- That's all going in, Yeah, mate. that's all going in. That's all going in. Nothing gets on the cutting room floor. Nothing gets on the cutting room floor. Some... I think that's right, isn't it? I don't know, mate. How are you, man? I don't know what are you talking about. Um, I'm all right, mate. Are we, are, this, are we diving into the check-in? Straight in. Let's dive straight in. Yeah. Um, how am I? Do you know what, yeah? I've, because I'm back working, fast pace again, I'm all right, but I recognize in the background um, that I'm a bit, I'm internally a little bit twisted up. Oh, say more. Uh, if I don't do the things regularly that I know that work for me, so one of them is training, right? And when it's like, if one thing goes out, my whole routine tends to go out. So my training's been out, I've done my ribs, yeah, playing football. So uh, I'm convinced I probably broke them or I really, cracked them and damaged a load of muscles around them. Yeah. Um, so I was out of action for a couple of weeks with that. And it, it, I fucking go, I turn into a mess. You know, one thing that I've realized is that when I'm sick in any way, if I'm poorly, 
I've always said I hate being poorly, you know what I mean? Because I like to be able to, that, that's true. So there's two things that really floor me when I'm sick. The first one is that I can't do some of the things that I need to do, which is like get rid of some of that extra energy and burn it off and train and work out. But the other thing is, is that I, I, I still, at some level, base my, my self-worth on how useful I am for everybody else. So when I'm, my ribs are hurt, and then I've got a bit of a bad chest as a result of it, where I can't be the boy that makes everybody happy and makes everybody laugh around him because I'm a bit down myself. And that in and of itself sends me into a bit more of a spiral. Yeah. So I feel like I'm on the tail end of that. Um, but it is the tail end, yeah. How do you get yourself through that? Do you just, do you just let it ride its course? Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah, I let it ride its course. When I'm, in, like I always say, when I'm in it, mate. When I'm in those dark days, man. The truth is, is that it don't. It still feels dark, man. Mm. Still feels shit. Still feels hard. Um, but I guess the difference is, is today that I, I am aware in them that I, I, I know this ends. I know I get through this, and that's probably the only difference. Yeah, that really resonates, obviously, because, you know, I spoke to you quite a bit last week. For me, like, my, like I'm I'm a lot better than I think I was when I chatted to you last week. Yeah. Um, if I'm being really honest, I found last week very difficult because it threw up some different feelings for me that I haven't really considered before. And, like, I, for the first time ever, I think kind of sort of a bit of stress and overwhelm started to, I, I started to feel it physically, like I felt it in my chest and in my belly. And that felt like quite new because normally I just keep going and keep going. And I think it was a perfect storm of a lot of things. Like there was a lot going on um, at work and that sort of spilled over into home because there was sort of connected stuff. I, like you, I'd been a bit unwell and I don't really get unwell that often. So it, and then, so it was like, I, I started with like this thing that was like screwing my shoulder. And then I like, I got a cold and then I got like this other thing and something and it all just felt like it was signals that like, oh man, your body just needs a break mm. and you need a break. And, but I just keep going a lot, like a lot of people, I'm no martyr. I mean, I'm no, I'm not unique. You just got to keep going sometimes. But last week I just, I, well, I kept waking up going, oh shit, what the fuck is this man if um and i believe this to be true right when you're really struggling in the moment it has a lot more to do with things that have happened in the past yeah than it does the moment yeah. if that were to be true what do you think what i'll call it wound do you think was being tickled as a result of what you was experiencing Bearing in mind what I've just said, so like when I was poorly, it was I, you know, I feel like I can't yeah. be as useful as I need to be in order to be likable and lovable. I mean, I think, I think, uh, I think it was there was a lot of fear of failure around, like, like swirling around last week, just because there were very big decisions that needed to be made, very big conversations that were happening around the business, and you know, don't want to talk too much about that, but um, so for me, this sort of imposter syndrome kept creeping in and I think me thinking about moments in my life when I let people down like maybe when I failed my exams and I let my mum down or whatever I think maybe some of that if I you know I haven't really thought too deeply about it, but if I had to think because you've asked me directly I think that's probably what it is do you think some of it's uh, or to reflect what I hear a little bit 
in nearly everything that you do in your work life and in business, there is a sense that you know, I know what to do and I know how to get through it and I know how to navigate it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The situation that you found yourself in, there was a certain amount of unable to very clearly be able to say, I will do this so that won't happen. A certain element of risk perhaps that where, where, where you couldn't have control over it. Yeah, I knew that's where you're probably gonna go. Probably the the elements where I couldn't control. But I do think it's more, I think if I had to really reflect deeply, it's more around the the, the fear of failure. Yeah. I think that's what that's what it was. And what I will say is in the peak of that storm, it was one particular day. I'm just so lucky, man. Like mm. I called you. I spoke to John. I actually spoke to Chris later in the day. I spoke to Guy. I had my sort of, you know, family around me. And it was just such a blessing to be able to just say, look, this is what's going on. I'm, I'm being real. This is what's going on. Yeah. And actually to come through that um, day, it was probably much easier for me than other people would find it because they don't have the same circle around them or they haven't cultivated the same circle yeah. around them. I think that's really important. You've got to get your people around you. And once you have your people, feel like you can go and talk to them and that they'll listen without judgment. Yeah, man. That's yeah. so, like, it's such a blessing. And it, that, that goes to show you, doesn't it, the value in the people around you. One of the biggest things that I talk about in all of, you know, the resilience work that I do is to remember that having people around you and being able to draw in support is the biggest act of resilience going. And like in a lot of cases and in a lot of uh, people's thought processes, they, they think the very the very act of getting help and support is failure, right? Yeah. Which it isn't. Yeah. Like it is, getting the help and support is the act of strength and yeah. resilience. Yeah. There's also, I can sense a shift in me because even when we started doing this podcast, mm. I wouldn't have talked openly about what was going on with me privately no. on this podcast. I've opened you up like a tin of tuna over the years, mate. <laughs> I'm glad you picked tuna, not salmon. <laughs> I'm not a tin salmon kind of guy. Tin tuna? tuna? All day long, man. What, not salmon? Not feeling the tinned salmon. Just only tinned, though. I like salmon, just yeah. not the tinned variety. What about like uh, sardines and that? Nah, son. No. Nah. Mackerel, none of yes, that. Yes, mate. No. Yeah. You can get them with like the I'll... hot sauce in them as well. Nah, just. Good with I a little bit of I can only deal with mate. tinned tuna, that's it. And steak, not chunks. You, see, you get more for your money. What, it's tuna, what, so it's a steak in a tin? It's just, I don't know, yes, I understand I guess. what you mean, yeah. yeah. Reminds me of Cod Row, though. Does it? They're different things. A little bit. Cod, cod Row is like cod eggs. Mm. And when you get cheap tinned tuna, it's, I'm sure I'm not it's not it. even fish. No. Yeah, it's what is it? I don't know, it just looks like mush. Scales. It looks like what happens if you, when you used to do paper mache as a kid. Papier mache? Kids don't do that anymore, do they, paper mache? I haven't seen my kids do it for a long time. You know, blow up a balloon, yep. cover it in paper mache. Wait, and use then paper, make it and paper mache, yeah. And then pop the balloon. <laughs> yeah, man. I hate it. Yeah. I'm doing paper mache. We should do kids. that one day. Do you know what game I was playing with my kids yesterday? I have no have idea. You ever, no, you don't. I'm about to tell you. Have you ever played the game where you all take it in turns, you draw a head, and then you leave a little neck hanging out and you fold the piece of paper down? So nobody can see, there's like three or four of you sat down, you all draw a funny head, then you fold it and leave a couple of lines for the neck and you pass the paper around. Then everybody draws a funny body. 
and you leave a bit for the legs and then funny legs and then you leave a bit for the feet and funny feet and you keep folding it around and passing it around so that at the end you've got a completely folded up bit of paper and then you unravel it and you've got all these di like a different head on a different no. body on sick game isn't it it sounds fun <laughs> it was fun yeah. last night I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it there's one for the listeners <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Try and imagine the fun that happens in the Connolly household if you can. Um, very good, mate. Good check-in today. Very good, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think it's really reflective of the seasonal shift, right? I mean, I know there's this heat wave coming. You keep mentioning it. Heat wave on Sunday? Yeah, man. How many times this weekend do you think you'll say things like, it's the 8th of October. <laughs> I've done um, that so much. Unbelievable, already. isn't it? Yeah. We've yeah. already we've already planned the barbecue and that at the in-laws, you know. Oh, barbecue! Last yeah. barbecue of the year. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, man. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, it'll probably rain the weekend, isn't it? It's yeah, like a, yeah. It's like five days away, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. What was I saying? Yeah, seasonal. Nice, like shift. I think you like it, innit? Yeah, I know you don't, but I like it. It's fucking like it. shit. I just got to bring my coat and you don't need your coat, but I'm going home late, so I'll need it then. And you sweat a lot as well, don't oh, you? Oh, profusely. Yeah. Is that the right word? It's a good word. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Yeah. Delivered accurately. Thanks, mate. Um, so the next section, I've actually stolen it. I'm not going to lie. I'm no. going to credit it. On social media, there's these two lads. They call themselves... Shits and gigs. Shout out shits and gigs. Shout out shits and gigs. And man, I'm always creasing up watching those two. And basically what they do is they ask their followers all these questions and their followers come in with these stories. And some of the stories are mad. Like, so they ask random questions and then their uh, listeners come out with these stories. Oh, so they get the listeners to say Yeah, yeah. It's not, and then they, they jump in and they do it yeah. themselves. But actually they just... They get tweets back from people of like, you know, answering the question. It's really funny. So check out Shits and Gigs. Um, just a weather warning. It can be a bit fruity sometimes. Some of the content. Oh, can it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in then. Yeah, count me in. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask us some of the questions that are oh. some, some of the ones that I've seen on them that are quite funny, right? Yeah, okay. Okay. So, so this is, these are the questions that they ask their, their like followers and their followers come back in, right? So we're going to do that. So... Josh, what shouldn't be embarrassing, but is? So, you know what? I'm just going to tell you what my answer is. I think it's a bit of a shit one, but I'm going to tell you it anyway. Opening my AirPods in front of people. <laughs> what the fuck? That's embarrassing, mate. Have you got AirPods? Oh, Have you right. got AirPods? Yeah. Uh, Sophia, have you got AirPods? Yeah. Can I say your name on here? Uh, bit late now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. we'll edit it out. Um... You can try pronouncing it properly. Why do? Well. You, why am I saying it's what is? I, did I pronounce it wrong? Zofia. Yeah. Is it a Z? Yeah. We've, I'm Sick. So you can remember where you went on holiday, but can't remember your name. Sick <laughs> man. Look at that. Anyway, why is it embarrassing opening your AirPods? I know people are gone gunk. Mine, mine are a fucking <laughs> disgrace, mate. Mine are a fucking disgrace. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes when I open them, I am I am disgusted by what I see. I actually. Get my kids to clean them. Oh, that's horrific. I bought an AirPod cleaning kit online and one of my daughters likes doing it. It's got all like, so it's got blue tack that you stick in the holes and it gets all the shit out. Yeah, little hooks, mini hook. Little mini hook on yeah. there for scraping. Yeah. In the, yeah. My ear pods alone, yeah. I don't know how I hear out of them. But <laughs> 
Why would you get your kids to, to do that? Oh, no, because they just like it. <laughs> <laughs> do you pay them? No. What? So this is, for them, it's joyful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, one of my daughters, like, oddly, you really, ashamed en of yourself. really enjoys doing it. Yeah. That says a lot about your parenting. You want to give me your AirPods? I'll take them over if you want. Yeah, you actually. How bad do yours get? Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Do you know what my daughter says to me sometimes? Why don't you just clean your ears? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I clean them with my AirPods. I don't know, man. I get bad. My ears are terrible for that shit. It's probably pretty standard, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, have you, you ever sort of... What are you measuring yours against? We should probably get our AirPods out and... On camera. Them. Have you yeah. got yours with you? I ain't getting mine out, no. mate. Okay. I'm not getting mine out. All right. We'll Honestly. Do we'll do a little photo poll. Ma, I'm not worst. taking a photo of mine. I've already seen mine today. <laughs> They're bad. Mate. When were they last cleaned by your children? Not a, a, a long time ago. Do you ago, lock yeah. them in the cellar when they do the cleaning? <laughs> <your AirPods? laughs> yeah. I sometimes wear my AirPods underneath my over the head. He headphones. Yeah, I don't get that, man. Why is well, that? Because sometimes I'm like, I've got my phone on the go and I'm on the laptop. That doesn't make sense to me. Yes, it does. I'm Sometimes I'm playing, you know, something on the phone and I need to be logged into my video editing. You wouldn't fucking know because you don't do any of it. Oh, I see. So you can have two sets yeah. of sound. Yeah. Multitasking. I reckon, I reckon something you could just sacrifice for a little while. No. Rather than wear two headphones. No. No, 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 mate. All right. Anyway. What's yours? What's embarrassing? Are we doing, we doing them for me as well? Oh. Yeah. All right. Just kidding. I have. Uh, so <laughs> what shouldn't be embarrassing, but is, you know, when you're like in a public place, right? <laughs> I don't know why this is like, funny, <laughs> the train. Yeah, public place yeah, shit. Train. Yeah, already hate it. Yeah, like yeah. on a train or something. And someone else has farted, right? <laughs> but you don't want people to think it's you, right? So you start like, because like, so like someone else has farted and then you're sitting at a table. <laughs> what and do you do then to make sure they don't I sort of you? do a little, <laughs> you look around, just sort of uh, like, almost shake my head at someone that isn't around like oh it was that guy that's not here anymore but you know but just kind of create this whole drama around me just i'd blatantly think it me. was you if i was on i that know show. you would that's why i'm that's my embarrassment because it's not me <laughs> like i reckon i think i would own it like if it was me but well how would you own it what would owning it look like he <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I've had a drink as well, if let's say it was me and I did fart, but I've got my noise cancelling headphones on, <laughs> I don't know if, if it was loud or not. <laughs> Honest? Yeah. Do you know what's probably more embarrassing than the situation you've just talked about? If there is only two of you and you can smell a fart, but you don't know that person well enough to sort of go, mate, have you just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're in a conversation with them. You smell it. You you like you know now that they must be thinking, can he smell that? And you can smell it, but you don't say anything. You just you just breeze on like nothing's happened. Would you let them know? No. You, there's a point at which there's no return, and you just carry on, right? <gasps> I can't believe you think you would own it if it was you on the train. <laughs> what? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was me. No chance. Sound of like, No, of course I'm not going to do that. Just. I'd move carriage. <laughs> I would own it if it was me on a train. <laughs> um, what's something you do when uh, you only do when you're home alone? I've thought about this one, right? And two blokes on here. There's an obvious one that, yeah. like, where that, but, but 
I just turn into a like up like a like a a mess. I just what I would call veg out. I'm a disgrace. I don't think I would survive if I just lived in a house on my own. I even when I stay away yeah for work and I'm in the hotel, I'm like like I'm like I take my clothes off yeah and I'm like ah, just just fucking it on the floor. Oh, you rebel. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you just throw it on the I'm floor. I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like, but this shows you, yeah. I, I live for other people a bit too much. My care for myself is so attached. Oh, to don't the make this thing. Shut up. Don't make this thing. It's don't true, turn it into man. This serious thing. It's like, true, I care man. for other people. But it's true, man. When I'm on my own, I'm just a disgrace. Like, if you could put a camera in my I don't think I'd get off the sofa. I'd probably just get a bucket next to it. Yeah, I'd get, I'd all order Just Eat, which I've never done before in my life, but I would like leave the front door open and tell them to just come in and put it next to me. And sit down next to you and keep you company. Yeah, no, don't want people there, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just a bit like that. I'm yeah. a bit like, when I feel like nobody's watching and nobody's there, I'm just a disgrace. Well, I think we would be good mates really, because uh, I, I do exactly the same as that. Really? We're really old now, man. Yeah. And there's obviously stuff we wouldn't say live on the air. Like, Why not, mate? What do you mean? Well, I, 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 do, I do this. Not I would do this. I do this. What? I double dip Deliveroo. <laughs> so, you know, I think that the rule is you can only really, like, the cost of, like, getting a Deliveroo is... What does is double dip it mean? What? Like, I'll order, like, a main, and then I'll be like, oh, I fancy a dessert. So what, I, and do two separate I, orders? Yeah, man. Honest? Yeah. Double dip. I've never done that before, mate. Where oh. I live, Uber Eats won't come, so. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I double dip the delivery, and I can't do that when the, fa like, when Eric, like, when the miss around, like, that's not happening. Why? What would she say? You can't do a second delivery, <laughs> e? you mad? But, yeah, the same thing happens to me, man. Like, so every summer, they go to Ireland for two weeks. And yeah. I'm left to my own devices. And I basically, in the in the heat of summer, I pull the curtains during the day and I just basically stay indoors. Do you? Double dip delivery. Does the same bloke watch. turn up with it? No. Oh, because that's Different be friends visit come and visit me at different times. Do you get dressed? Uh yeah. Have you got a dressing gown? I do. Fuck <laughs> off, have you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> What's wrong with a dressing gown? A smoking jacket. Uh, what is it? Silk or something? Honestly, do you wear it at home? I have a kimono. What do you? No. Do you wear a? It's a you, towelling robe. Do, do you wear it at home? Where else would I wear it? <laughs> in the park. <laughs> no, but like, what? You put a dressing gown on and that, and, and come down in the. It's morning. not consistent. I don't wear it every day, but some days I'll hop out of bed and I go. Oh, it's a it's a dressing gown kind of morning. Oh, the thought of a dressing gown. Why? It's, to it's a the toweling robe. No, why would you want like the feel of a towel on you all around your neck? It's not that. really towel. It's more oh. quilt. What is it? It's quilt vibes. Yeah. I think you're missing out on life. No, mate. I Just a pair of shorts. I'm good, man. In the, in the winter. When yeah, you're on turn the, the heating up then. Oh, my God. What? If... if not, we don't all have... Reams of money. <laughs> YouTube, layers. Layers is what we need to do in the winter. All right. 
What's the biggest lie you're still telling? Oh, see, mate, I fucking thought about this one, and the only one I've got for you is deep, and you've made me feel like I can't do deep. Oh, come on, let's No, we're not doing deep. No, let's have a deep one. What's the biggest lie? Um, what's yours? Tell me what yours is. Uh, okay, so I think I'm going to... Actually, I don't think anyone's going to care now, but at the time, I, don't care. I think... I can tell you now that I don't you care. You wouldn't, or you don't. No, I don't care about what well, you're I ain't about gonna to say. I say then, am I? <laughs> no. So, um... When I was about 23, I worked... A long time ago, yeah. yeah a long, long time ago. I worked at a team and basically uh, I moved into this team uh, having made, been made redundant from my previous job. It's all part of the same company. So I'd, I'd, I'd let go of my previous job and moved into this team and it was only ever going to be like a 12-month temporary role. It kind of extended to about 15 months. And I got on really well with the team. They really looked after me. We, we were like really, really, really tight and cool. And my boss worked really hard to, um, to get my job made permanent. But I was also due for that big lump of redundancy payment, right, um, that I had from my old job. And I needed the money, but I didn't have the heart to say I didn't want the job. So basically, I made up that I just, it was always my lifelong ambition to go traveling around the world. So basically, I made this big like, yeah, I'm going to go to New, I feel, I feel shit talking about that, but I'm going to go to like New Zealand and this and that. And I had no intention of doing it. I just needed the cash. Oh, so then, you came up with a proper elaborate story about New Zealand. Yeah, like a big, yeah. You're a disgrace, man. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. I needed the money. I was kind of in like a bit of debt as well. All right. And then... Uh, but I really loved the team and I didn't, I didn't have either the maturity or the heart to say I don't want it and I need the money. So I just carried on this elaborate lie. And then I sort of carried it on even after I left, even though I had taken on a job. Once I left that company, took the money. So you're like, you know, on FaceTime to him, packing a bag and that. Yeah, <laughs> not quite that. But I was like, oh, there was always a reason why it, was, it didn't happen. And now oh, I'm going soon and da, da, da. And it just fizzled. Do you think any of them, are you connected with any of them on LinkedIn? Yeah, I fucking yeah. hope so, man. I'm going to yeah. put that bit of content don't. on and tag Please you don't. in it. Please don't. <laughs> I'll tell everyone your lies. Yeah, so what's your deep and meaningful lie? Uh, no, I'm not going to do it because I think it's going to ruin the feng shui of, um, okay, good. of where we're at. <laughs> good. All right. What's the most inappropriate time you've laughed uncontrollably? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a sucker for this, mate. I, like, I laugh. I tell you when. I fucking tell you when. This is a good story, right? <laughs> so, at my brother's, uh, my brother, his son, my nephew, was christened, yeah, at a church, yeah. So I was there. With my <laughs> so the baby, like, the baby, his boy was very young, yeah, like a baby, you know, just a baby. And the vicar was a woman, yeah, a lady. And um, she <laughs> was carrying the baby like that over to do whatever she wanted to do with it. I kid you not, she's like stood on her robe or whatever it is that they wear and she'd gone over. But she's got, there's nowhere to grab because she got the baby. So she's gone over. And like twisted in the air, fair play to her to save the baby. But she's just boom, hit the deck, not moved. The baby's not cried. My brother and his wife <laughs> stood there. 
I laughed straight away oh, like I'm laughing now. Josh. Like it was wow. as soon as you heard the baby, because wow. within seconds the baby cried. Oh yeah? my god. And it was funny, <laughs> mate. It was very funny. And everyone was looking at me in disgust. <laughs> Jesus, I could just She had a microphone on and after about after about 30 seconds of being down, you heard uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you're so wrong. But you know where everyone in the church, yeah, <laughs> went silent. You heard her <gasps> And then everyone went quiet and I was proper like snot coming out of my nose trying not to laugh because it was funny, man. Oh, mate, I don't think I could top that. I can't top that. I'm sure everybody laughs about it now looking back. but Maybe they don't. <laughs> Maybe they just think about the time when Josh was so inappropriate. But I, by the way, just... Because you didn't clear. know the baby was all right at that point. <laughs> Did you? No, once... I... <laughs> no, you didn't. No, once I heard the baby cry. Yeah, That's when you laughed. Then, yeah. No, you didn't, you liar. <laughs> you started laughing before you had the baby. She happened you in slow motion. You know, there was, yeah. She took three or four <sighs> steps after the trip, you know, yeah. and slowly went down. Uh, that would have been like prime you've been framed. Yeah, material. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's sort of... Are you not giving me one? Then? Yeah, I have. I got two. There's one where I was the laugher and there was one where I was laughed at. Oh, give me the one where you was laughed at. <laughs> yeah, okay. So... This was, uh, this was a good few years ago, and I was like desperate to get out of the job I was in. I was so miserable, right? A key theme here. <laughs> it's true, man. <laughs> good job, I common, don't work for people anymore. Common theme going on here, yeah. But yeah, so different time, but yeah, I was desperate to get out of the job. And so I just feel like, you know when you're desperate to leave a company, I think that desperation just kind of exudes off you yeah like your vibe is yeah, not yeah. right you smell a bit you sweat like you do uh, probably just you know what i mean like you're just right, mate. stinky vibe you know unkempt yeah. beard that sort of thing you know like that's what i think was going on with me anyway so it was like a really hot day really hot and the thing is i think i used to overdress for interviews so i was in advertising at the time and like you've, you've got to kind of get the right balance of smart, but it's casual and you don't like overdo it. Don't do the tie and the full nines. And I went the full nines, man. So the tie shirt was done up all the way. You know what I mean? It was a like waistcoat. <laughs> no waistcoat. <laughs> but it was a hot day and I think I was wearing a t-shirt under my shirt. So I oh. layered up and had the big jacket and it was, I was carrying a few extra pounds as well at the oh. time. So I always like wore a slightly bigger suit because I didn't quite like the fit of the, slimmer fitting one so it was all i was all just looking a bit like a sack of spuds you know what yeah, i mean pong in. it was a really yeah. hot day probably yeah i was definitely sweating as well anyway so uh kept around waiting for a while out outside so just taking in the heat the rays and then so i was in the brightness and then for some reason this place i was went for an interview um they they couldn't give like they didn't have a meeting room like where they normally have meeting rooms and they had some building work going on so we had to kind of go downstairs into the darkness so immediately i went from really bright to like really dark so that really fucked me up like from the the light to very dark shift in my focus so i'm like like this is a bit weird and i'm a bit hot and sweaty and i'm being taken underground to this like little building site in the meeting room and i'm and i was being interviewed by two people a really glamorous ceo um and like this American woman and there's this like kind of cocky dude and who was like an agency owner. 
and she was walking in front of me and he was like behind me and it was nice pleasant like hello anyway I'm walk, walking downstairs and it was probably a little bit too uh short for for like my head so I had to dip my head but anyway no one warned me that there was this lip in front of me. So I'm walking along, right? And literally, like, just like the priest, man, my foot caught the lip and I just went, like, tumbling forward, right? <laughs> what, fully over? Yeah, fully, like, proper, <laughs> like... And I had my bag and I had my, like, my, you know, my full suit and I just looked like this big, like... Boom. That's like I I can't really explain. Like it was just a big thump on the floor. Anyway, the the woman she didn't really know what was going on, but the guy behind me he was just like he pissing himself <laughs> absolutely. And then while we're interviewing for the first like five ten minutes, he's the one that can't stop laughing uncontrollably. And like imagine what that does, someone. I'm feeling embarrassed already. I'm sort of still quite young in my career, and this guy can't get his shit together and he's just pissing himself because he saw me go like that and he just that was just <laughs> a horrible moment horrible horrible oh brilliant mate that's brilliant i didn't get the job by the way pardon i didn't get the you job. you didn't no no <laughs> i don't think i could have taken the job even if i did get offered it they could never have given me the job after that after he saw shout out to the man laughing at you the whole Mother time yeah okay <laughs> very good man Really like the sh shits and gigs, boys. They yeah. have some good questions. Never seen them, but have I seen them before? Have you shown? I've, me? Sh I've sent you some so. stuff before. I don't watch anything you send me. <laughs> All right, I won't send you anything <laughs> again. So, main topic of the day. Let's do it. So, I would say that the Tory party are on the ropes, man. Yeah. 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 I. I, I mean, I worry that they're not, but yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But at the moment, it feels like there's something brewing, right? What a dick Rishi Sunak turned out to I be, know, by the way. Mate. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's got good socks and good cologne, does it? Uh, no, he probably smells good, doesn't it? But he is an absolute moron. He's the worst one of the the, the run of them that have been in it. I think the he's last genuinely evil. So do I, man. Yeah, I do. Anyway, can I carry on, please? Sorry, mate. So... I, at the moment, it looks like it could be a landslide defeat, right? Yeah. Things change. A lot changes. There's a yeah. lot that will happen, right? But YouGov has them, I think, uh, behind Labour by about 21 points, right? There's infighting. There's backstabbing. There's, like, fights over HS2. No one really backs him anymore. Everything's happened under his watch. They're, they're like, this is the moment because it's the, it's the party conference, right? This is when they're supposed to be coming together and it's a mess, right? They're not imploding yet is what I would say, but I think it's it's starting to kind of build and I'm getting really excited by it, right? I'm really genuinely really thrilled at it and I'm like, I'm gleeful about it. Gleeful? Gleeful. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. And, um, and I know that there's a cost to it. Like I'm, I'm like, they have done this and people have, you know, people have suffered, but that's not what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on seeing them about to implode and pointing at each other and I'm sick of them and I'm glad it's happening. Yeah. Cool, you fucking... Cool. I'm so, I'm like, yeah. yeah. So then I thought, well, do you know what we're going to talk about today? Schadenfreude. Do you know, I, what, do you know what Schadenfreude is? Do you know, I, don't, I, I don't think I did until you've obviously sent me what we're talking about today. So I have an idea, but tell me, Hass, what it is. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Josh. Um, <laughs> firstly, I'm glad I actually looked up how to pronounce it because I was going to say Schadenfreude, but... It's and what is it then? Schadenfreude. Okay. Yeah. It's actually pronounced that way. And there is no English translation for it. It's a German word. 
Okay. But it, 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 it roughly means, well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it's a pleasure derived from someone, by someone from another person's misfortune. Okay. Or the wiki says it's the experience of pleasure, joy, or self-satisfaction that comes from learning of or witnessing the troubles, failures, or humiliation of another. I say that's what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, can you relate? I can relate. Um, I'm, I, 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 I struggle to get as excited about the, the, the collapse of the Tories as you, because I just see fucking, like, if it was like a superhero type villain being defeated like i can imagine kia starmer coming in in a crashed out three-wheeler to save the day i mean i don't it doesn't like feel boys three-wheeler yeah it doesn't feel like yeah. yes rishi sunat's going and we're gonna get kia starmer yeah who we've talked about is an alien at one point didn't we? Yeah. he is an alien we isn't he? still haven't determined that he isn't um but but to, so the point is i don't i, I don't really want to fixate on my uh my my joy I've never seen you like stories. this man you are joyous about it well I, I am joyous because I think and we'll talk about this you know not today because it isn't about that I'm, I'm more interested in kind of um us looking at other people's misery and, and getting joy from it but like the reason I'm joyful about it is because I'm absolutely sick of them getting away with it and the impact that it's having it's it isn't mutually exclusive that um you know uh, you know, poverty is up uh, under them at record heights, that there is like... Um, knife crime. Knife crime. Yeah. That there is, uh, you know, lack of like children's support services that has yeah. a knock-on effect. You've got divisions that are being stoked up by that party within their own people. Like they're, they're blaming immigration on things that actually are just because the Tories have cut services. You know what I mean? And so I just, I'm sick of it. And I don't think, you know, that the alternative gives me a lot of joy, like you said, but we need an alternative. So that yeah. gives me joy. Yeah. No, By the way, I'm just quickly, in, when's the vote? Yeah. When do we get to? It'll be May next year, I would say. Oh, it is that soon, yeah. is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sweet. So um, what I'm keen to know, and what I believe our listeners would probably be keen to know, is what, when do you get joy from other people's misery? Well, I guess the, 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 the vicar's a, a good example, yeah? What, you just hate clergy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, any religious people. No, 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 no. Um, I do like to see... My favourite type of humour is the office humour, yeah. Is the office humour, yeah. So I, when somebody's left feeling really awkward in a situation, that really, that will really, really make me laugh. Um, in real life as well as not yeah, just TV. Man. Yeah, no, not just TV. Give us an example. Uh, what, of a real lifetime it happened? But the you falling over and somebody laughing at you in the way that that, like, that cracks me up. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Do you know, I just think I would find it very difficult not to laugh in the same circumstance. I have to say that. Wait, what? Because when I was thinking about it, yeah, like I'm like, I, I, I watch a lot of with the kids, um, like scare cam. You watch that? No. On YouTube? No. When people get made jump and then they like jump out of their skin and it's caught on camera. 
I've seen a few of those like if they might be watching something on screen and then something will flash up like a Yeah, or yeah. like they set a camera up and then when the when the person comes home they jump out on them and make it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like shit like that. And I like like fails. Do you ever watch that? Epic fails on YouTube. Yeah. Just people failing, falling over and shit like that. Yeah. But and then football's another obvious example. Yeah. You know, like like Liverpool. I fucking love seeing oh, on, Liverpool. Oh, on, on Saturday, what happened to them? Anytime, I love seeing them mess up. Yeah, I love seeing them mess up. But I don't know how much it comes into my life outside that. I feel like it's lit something in you. So tell me. Tell me areas... No, I was curious, of, no, I was curious if, about you, because I, I think you do. Like when you see stuff on LinkedIn. Yeah. When you see stuff that you don't like on LinkedIn... I fucking hate LinkedIn. <laughs> see, I'm telling I you, hate man. LinkedIn. But man. tell us some of the stuff that when you see people failing. What, not, what? No, I hate the posturing on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. I hate the posturing. Um, would I get glee if the people, you know, the 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 common, uh, what's the word, the regular people that do it that are really like up their own ass? I fucking hate. Right, on LinkedIn, my worst thing that I hate, I don't mind people that are confident and that are arrogant. Be confident and arrogant, right? I hate the real, uh, and I'm guilty of doing it, yeah? But the humble brag, right? Like every now and then, everyone needs a bit of a humble brag. If you're a little bit awkward and you don't know how to talk about things that have been good in your life, I get it. I don't mind the odd humble brag, but some of these motherfuckers on LinkedIn, yeah, they they are, they are- It doesn't take much to wind you up, They are it? humble bragging every day, every day. What's a humble brag? Just, just like, um, I just, you know, it's so amazing to like, have a standing ovation from another international right. yeah. audience. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't like to talk about it. Well, you fucking, that's all I see you do, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to see them like, actually, I don't think, I, <laughs> I actually think I enjoy more being pissed off by them. Yeah. Than I would seeing them fail. Yeah. I don't know if I like to see anyone fail. Actually, no, I like seeing. Are you Adam. enjoying this monologue by Josh? <laughs> well, I've asked you twice to give me some shit, and you got nothing for me. No, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I want you to give me an answer. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> when do you get joy from other people's misery? All the time. Yeah. Any adult misery, I'm happy. Yeah, you're if it's down. a child, yeah, I'm a bit like that. If it's a child, I don't want to see it. No, it's not true, man. Us you give your children misery all the time. You make them clean the wax out of your. They like pod. cleaning the wax. Oh, out that's of what they. That's they what like. You tell yourself. You kick them out the fucking living room while you watch something on TV, man. Oh, you need to let that go. <laughs> line of duty is like that's sacred. In the line of duty. <laughs> In the line of duty. So, um, my I, I do I like to see my mates get embarrassed. Yeah. I like to see my mates get embarrassed. I enjoy that. Like what? Like me falling over? Yeah, any time, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And like any any time, I really don't mind that. So there's a sort of a little bit of love there, a little bit of affection sort of thing going on. Yeah, isn't like banter that a little bit? Mm. We, I think we sit. So let's let's pull it back from you. I think we like it when celebrities sh fail. 
Like it's common in our culture, isn't it? Yeah. To build someone up and then yeah, yeah. Like oh, you've got too big for your boots. So yeah, yeah. There's something around hero worship there, though, right? Yeah. We like build these. Uh, we build people in the public eye up, like put them on a pedestal, like they're completely faultless. Yeah. And then as soon as they have a fault, they'll just get struck off and cancelled yeah. and like, oh my God, I can't believe that they would do that. When we're yeah. all capable of some terrible stuff, we're all capable of things that are not very nice. True? True. True. Um, and we've often talked about this, right? It's like certain people in the public eye are held to a different standard than we hold to for ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't hold anybody else to that sort of standard. The thing about this Schadenfreude... You like the word, don't you? I do, man. Is it S-C-H? Yeah, it's German. Um, Is that it's not usually reserved for, like, innocent people. It's kind of when people that sort of deserve it, it happens to them. That's the the point of view on it. Okay. It's It's not just like, oh, some poor innocent guy who's going for a job interview and he just has a bad day after he's worn a suit and it's really sunny and he falls yeah, over. Yeah, but no, I enjoy that. I enjoy that probably more I than probably somebody who it. I dislike. Yeah. yeah. If Boris Johnson did that, I wouldn't really care either way. What, if he fell over? Yeah. You'd have, you would laugh. Because <laughs> he was, you know, there's a lot of Boris to fall Rishi's over. Rishi's worse, man. I think Rishi would float if he tripped up. <laughs> He's just... I reckon he would skid, like slip. It'd be like Just a keep fish. Sliding. No, it'd be like a fish. Yeah. You know, like he'd fall over. You wouldn't slippery. be able to pick him up. Yeah. Because it'd just be like. Slippery. Yeah. Just slippery, horrible. Yeah. Always wriggle his way out of anything. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> I, I can really see that happening. Every time you try and catch him, we'll just slip away. Just goes again. And he's got like a little, you know, like, he's got a little evil him. laugh as well. <laughs> oh, he has, yeah. isn't it? Weasley, Weasley. Uh, oh, I see. He was being, he, he, he was being uh, on LBC radio. There was a clip of it. It was a little while ago. But there was a nurse ringing up and she was like saying, look, like uh, we're, we're unhappy. I saw that. There's a lot of us unhappy. And he keeps yeah. pulling these faces like, oh, you can hear him in his head going, oh, cretin. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, who cares that nurses are unhappy? Yeah. He is, uh, yeah, I'd love to, yeah, I'm with you now, mate. I'm fully on board. Yeah. I want to see him fail. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, what do you mean? Do what? What Schadenfreude. (laughs) Let me just talk about every, we'll rename it. But then we got to deal with Keir Starmer coming in afterwards, by the way. Oh, look, I'll deal with him. I'll deal with him. What are you going to do? We'll just unmask him as an alien. <laughs> um, what about you, mate? Come on, I know we're running out of time, but I want something from you. You're not like like you bought this topic here. Well, I other than Rishi Sunak, name me an occasion when um, Schnitzenheider, whatever it's called, <laughs> pork schnitzel. Um, I I like it when uh, assholes fail. So I like it when say. Let's say uh, somebody like an aggressive manager or someone that's shit um, uh, to other people when they get their comeuppance. Yeah. I really like that. And I'm not trying to be like put myself on a pedestal, but a lot of what I do like uh, like as a, as a bit behind the scenes kind of support of people is people often kind of lean into me because of my HR background. Yeah. So if someone's getting like bullied at work or if someone's getting pushed out at work or something like that, I will like, often they won't know that they'll have a very experienced HR director helping that other person. And I love it when they fall like 
flat on their face because they're shit people. Because you're in there doing it, yeah. And it's not just me. I just like it when people get their comeuppance. Yeah, and so like, you like karma, innit? I do like karma. You like when the karma comes around. Yeah, karma chameleon. <laughs> karma police. <laughs> um, okay. All right, let me just ask you one thing. Like, do you think in general society likes to see likes it when people fail yeah man i think in general society like if we're if we're generally speaking i think actually society likes it too much yeah society i think likes to see people fail full stop yeah i think our culture kind of likes the underdog don't we and then when that underdog becomes no longer an underdog the then dog we, then we yeah, yeah the dog then the we want dog. to fail yeah definitely like that 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 seems really common and i think when you look online I've noticed the bigger my following's got, the more some people will hate you. Yeah. For no other, for, for seemingly no reason. It's because you're an arsehole. No, but, <laughs> but they will hate, they'll just hate. Like, people seem to hate anybody that, that that's successful, yeah. Yeah. What do you think that says about us as people? Um, I think it's probably to do with resentment. People are resentful. People feel that people will often feel like they've been hard done by, won't they? Envious as well, do you think? Or is that too pointy? Uh, yeah, no, I think there will be envy there naturally as a result. But I do think it's more um, resentment. So, so Even when you were saying, like, uh, talking about karma and stuff like that, there was a bit of me that thinks was thinking, when does that creep into resentment? Yeah. Because I am a little bit, and I'm not trying to position myself as different, but even the people, you know, I was mucking about with the people on LinkedIn and that, and I, I think, I sort of don't really care what happens to them. If they were to fail, I, I don't, I wouldn't bask in it. No, I don't think so. But I think if, if you really thought about it, there's certain people, because of how they show up, and it's often not, it's often because they haven't shown up in a nice way, that if they failed, you'd probably get some enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think... Like, like you get what you deserve or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that my people pleaser, which seems to have come up quite a lot today in today's conversation, I do think sometimes that would overpower it. And I'm, a, I'm so desperate to get people to like me, even people that I hate. Even people don't know that you're getting joy from their failure. Yeah. Yeah. E yeah even that's all, that that's really twisted. Like, even the vicar that I was laughing at, yeah, I went over and see if she was all right. But you were laughing. At Still, your mate. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I've really enjoyed today. Yeah, good, light-hearted conversation. Yeah, actually. Exactly. But it started off with a good check-in at the beginning, which yeah. was quite deep, man. Yeah. Next time it's going to be a slightly different episode. It is a slightly different episode. Are we talking? Are we saying? Are we announced? Are we saying that now? We're going to be on Zoom. We're going. Oh, right. Is that what you're on about? And are we going to do the questions? Yeah. So we're going to put out to the social media to our listeners, uh, asking you to ask us any question we want deep. Uh, or funny, yeah, or anything in between, or deep and funny, yeah, a bit like me and me. Uh, just deep, I roll deep, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, You're yeah, all right, see you, see you next time, then, Josh. <laughs> Bye. Thanks again for listening to 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kai. Yeah.